carbon tax is now all the rage in the effort to fight climate change. It has the blessing of most economists when compared to adding costly regulations. And BC's led the way in implementing an effective carbon tax. Started in 2008. Now, eight years later, Ontario and Alberta are planning to implement their own. There's going to be lots of debate regarding the economic impact, which will vary greatly between industries. As you'd expect, a carbon tax would have very little impact on the service sector, while oil and gas extraction, fertilizer, chemical manufacturing, they're going to be greatly impacted. But one aspect that continues to get little attention in the B.C. plan, which mitigated the negative economic impact, is that by law, any revenue collected through the carbon tax had to be passed along to consumers in the form of income tax reductions. In that way, people who choose to walk, bike, bus, carpool were not only rewarded by not having to pay the six and a half cent per liter carbon tax on gasoline, they had their income tax reduced and therefore have more money to spend. And that's a long-winded way of saying that BC's carbon tax was designed to be revenue neutral. For example, in the latest BC budget, the forecast is to collect $1.2 billion from the carbon tax and return $1.6 billion in tax reductions. That's the economic key to the BC carbon tax. Without the legislative guarantee to return any money raised to the carbon tax, the impact would be the double whammy, negatively impacting both individuals and especially some specific industries. But raising taxes that negatively impact the economy and economic growth, come on, clearly, that doesn't bother some politicians. My name is Mike Campbell. Join me Saturday for Money Talks.